Thank you so much, everyone, for joining me today in our final call sermon series. This is episode six. This is episode six, and we're going to uh, be discussing the topic, Now is the Time. Now is the Time. So let's bow our heads in prayer. Heavenly Father, we want to thank you for this day. Thank you for spirit lives. We're thanking you for the opportunity to be courageous, dear Lord, and to, 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 to spread your gospel, dear Lord, as you commanded us to do. So again, I ask you to remove my feeble, weak, feeble self from this equation. Insert your knowledge. You are understanding. May someone out there can um, take heed to what you inspired me to say today in your son's precious name. Amen. So we are going to be talking about now is the time, the time to do what? Now is the appointed time to get your house in order. What does that mean to get your house in order? Well, it means several things. You can get your house in order in the, in the, in the, as humans, we all have houses and you can get your house in order because you're expecting a guest. You get your house in order if you're, um, if it's, um, approaching Sabbath afternoon and you know, get your house in order for Sabbath or from a spiritual perspective, you get your house in order for the second coming of Jesus Christ. So that's the, that's the, um, that's the topic we're going to be talking about today and to get your house in order for the second coming of Jesus Christ. Thus the topic now is the time to get your house in order. We have seen so much going on around us. And as he stated in Matthew 24, these are the things that he told the disciples. They, you know, we would see before his second coming. The diseases and the pestilence and the and the earthquake in diverse places. This is this is what we're seeing now. In my lifetime, I've never seen so many different um, things happen in such rapid succession. So we are now alarmed of how fast things are going. But still, be rest assured that this is nothing new. The Bible already stated this is going to happen. So what we're experiencing now is normal. It's 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 not going to be normal to some people who are not really reading the word and not paying attention, not spending time in the word, meditating on the scripture to find out what is really going on. Those going to be the people who are going to be panicking and also discouraging you from doing things in your life to prepare you for the second coming. You know, um, I've had so many different, um, individuals who kind of, you know, I've made some career moves, career choices and some life changing moves, and they're still think that I lost my mind. And, um, because they don't understand the purpose behind why some of the changes that I have made to prepare my mind for the last days is not something that I want to to try and change when it's happening. That's what preparation is. Preparation means you prepare before something happens, not when it's happening, you're trying to adjust while it's happening. 
So I personally um, have told you in all of these episodes that I've done so far that this this is basically my testimony in a nutshell. Everything that I'm stating here, something I already done. This is not my some opinion of of mine. This is something that I'm actually doing and actually living my life to prepare myself for the second coming. And I'm not in no shape or form telling anyone what they have to do. I'm just hoping someone can hear and understand that it's time to get your house in order. Now is the time. Now is the time to focus more on what's important. What's important to you? What's important to me is to be transformed, transforming my mind, transforming my, my spiritual walk. Um, Romans 12 verse 2, do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind, that by testing you may discern what is the will of God, what is good and acceptable and perfect. So you're asking the Lord to, to transform your mind from the worldly things. Worldly things meaning money, possessions, um, careers. Um, yes, we all have to eat or we all have to survive. But I promise you, the way things are going now, none of those things are going to matter anymore. So why not take the time now to spend more time focusing on your spiritual life than to chasing something that's not even going to last? Chasing money. Yes, it's, I'm almost sure it's be tremendously pleasing to be wealthy. But at the end of the day, how is it going to help you spiritually gain? And it can. But wealth and things like those can deteriorate. They can, um, after a while, as we saw last year, 2020, all the rich people and all the poor people had to stay in their houses and can't go anywhere. They couldn't spend the money that they had. They couldn't go out there and lavishly spend, spend the money. And the poor people couldn't spend their little as well. So these are times that none of that stuff matters anymore. When it comes to diseases and pestilences like we're facing still with this COVID-19, you realize that money don't really play a role in this. Is is right now is who can remain healthy and who has already been sick and who already passed away. This is not about money at this point in life. And I, and I see the importance of training my mind to, to, to live a simpler life. And that's something that I chose to do, but I guarantee you to give me so much peace of mind, not to in that mind frame of chasing the almighty dollar. And that's something I used to do. I just want to be comfortable enough to pay my bills and, and spend more time in God's word, spend more time helping people, spend more time getting my house in order. Now, I, I realize that a lot of people may have some issues with what I'm saying. At this point, I'm getting my house in order. My house is still your choice how you choose to get your house in order. If you want to wait, that's fine. But I'm just stating here what I'm inspired to say is get your house in order. Because remember that in, um, in Hebrews 13 verse 5, the scripture did say, Keep your life free from the love of money and to be content with what you have. 
for he said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. That means the Lord is stating very clearly, you don't need money to survive. He's going to provide what you need. He'll provide what you need. Content with what you have. Be content with what you have. And the more you spend trying to gain more and more and more and more and more, it never ends. And that's how the enemy can use these things, finer things in life, the trappings of this world, to entice you to work more. Spend more time at work. Spend more hours at work for that overtime to, to make more money, to buy more things, to make yourself feel more worth. And I, um, you know, I, I'm just saying from what the Bible is stating here, be content with what you have. Content meaning if you have, if you're making 50000 a year or you're making 60000 a year, you know, be content with what you have. You're going to get another job to get you up to 80000 a year. Now you're spending more time away from spending time in the word. And even if you try to balance it out, it's still... We, you know, we, we are humans and we, we are accustomed to now working eight hours a day, but some people go the extra mile and work 10, 13, 14, 15 hours a day. So where's the time you're going to find to spend more time in the word and to get yourself prepared and to get your house in order. This is a very, very touchy sub subject in these last days and I realized this very, very clearly that I've had some um, responses, some feedback to previous episodes that I've done. And I've, you know, I'm getting some challenging feedbacks, you know, oh, I don't agree with this. I don't agree with that. And that's normal. We're all, we're not all going to be on the same page. But there's one thing that I'm going to make tremendously clear here is that. Nothing that I'm saying or nothing that everybody else is saying, it doesn't matter. The scripture is what's more important. When the Bible said, keep your life free from the love of money and be content with what you have. For he said, for he has said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. I am just reading this out and interpreting and said, I'm applying it to my daily life. How to, to be content with what I have and not trying to gain and gain more as long as I have knowing that the Lord will never leave me nor forsake me. So what, what does the scripture say some more about this? It's Psalms 32 verse 8. I will instruct you to teach you in all the way you should go. I will counsel you with my eye upon you. So the Lord can guide you in how to live a better life, how to be more, um, how to, I guess, get a closer walk with him how to balance out the work, this, the crazy schedule, how to balance out the, the different events with the kids, the soccer, the basketball, the swimming. If you ask the Lord truly for a desire to spend more time with him, he'll make a way. He'll make a way. I have personal experiences where I choose to spend some more time reading the word and I had so much stuff to do. And the Lord surely has slowly but surely part different ways for me to to spend more time with him i used to be get a i used to get calls with me what between five o'clock and eight o'clock nine o'clock at night a lot of calls because everybody knows i'm off work 
So they used to call me around that time when I'm winding down, trying to spend more time now reading the word and winding down before I go to sleep. And I pray and ask the Lord, Lord, please, uh, uh, you know, give me the time to do this. And people start calling less and less and less and less during that time. So till now, almost non-existent. Five, six o'clock in the afternoon, I'm not getting any calls to do anything or do any projects or anything like that. Just typically some friends, you know, calling to say hello or whatever. But at the end of the day, all the close people to me already know that time what I'm doing. So it's an adjustment we all can make to accommodate getting your house in order. And getting your house in order clearly is spending more time in the word now is the time to get your house in order. Now is the time to spend more time with the Lord. It's going to play a major role in the in the in what's to come. We want to be prepared for what's coming. The same way we weren't prepared when COVID nineteen came. None of us were prepared. We were all caught. You know, can't speak for everyone. I wasn't prepared. I wasn't prepared. I um. When I say prepare just for the different impact that it has on our lives. But now this is a warning for us. We can be going one day and another disease or pestilence just can appear out of nowhere and completely change our lives. So we have to we have to learn now to prepare our hearts and our minds. We all can lose our lives at any time. This is how you prepare yourself for for anything can happen is to spend more time in the word get closer to the lord forget about chasing the riches and the things that's not going to matter it's it won't matter and it will it will come to to pass where none of these things will mean anything anymore and it's becoming that way more and more and more and more i have witnessed it myself Things that are, were priority for me, I had to change them. And I realized I could have lived without these things for years ago. And I so happened that I choose to do it now. But now that I'm doing it, I realized I could have done without these things. So I could have had a closer relationship with the Lord from back then. But everything happens in its own time. So now is the time. To get your house in order. Friends. The Lord is coming soon. It is very important for us. To get our, our, our house in order. Spend more time in his word. Spend more time helping others. Helping the sick. Feeding the homeless. Whatever you can do. To show his character. The, the, the blueprint he left us. That's what he did when he was on earth. He didn't work and chase money all day long and chase positions. He could have done that, but he chose to help people. He chose humanity over those things. He chose time to pray to the Lord, to his father while he was on earth. He prayed, prayed more than most people. And he didn't even have to utter a word of prayer, but he lived an example for us to spend more time with him. A chapter a day is a good start. It is time now. Sounds like I'm pleading. Yes, I am pleading with you to make that change. 
It will make all the difference in your lives to make that change. Live a simpler life. Live within your means. This is the Bible quoting that, not me. Be content with what you have. Be happy with what you have. He will provide for your needs, not your wants. And most times, the things we go after in life that's not as important is the things we don't really need. It's that urge, that want we have for something. But he will provide your need. Your bread and water will be sure. And it's something that I truly believe in. So as I wrap up this topic, I just want to express um, this change to you. That's something I have personally done and, and made a tremendous impact on my life to live a simpler life. No longer stressed over pain for that, pain for this, pain for that, pain for this. I have to keep working for this. No, no, you don't. You don't have to do that. You can find different ways and means to make a living than to work a job that's that's um, making you too busy, too busy spending more time to, to prevent you from spending more time with the Lord. And that's what the enemy wants you to do, to slave, come home tired, falling asleep as soon as you get home. No time to read the word and no time to get up early in the morning to meditate on his word before you leave the house because you have alarm clock going off and you have to jump out the bed, get ready and hit the road. That's not how you get closer to the Lord. So hopefully someone can hear me today to change that path, spend more time with the Lord, simplify your life and get your house in order. So as we pray, Heavenly Father, Again, we hope someone is hearing, someone is listening, dear Father, to give, at least give them something to think about the way they've been going about living their daily lives. You know, dear Lord, I prayed not to, 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 to come across like I'm telling someone what to do, dear Lord, but I'm just sharing my experience with you, with them who is listening. Anyone can um, make that choice to do whatever they want. But Lord, you have inspired me to share these words today. So please, anyone is hearing, dear Lord, we're asking you to open their hearts and their minds, dear Father, so they can receive a blessing. Lord, we love you, Lord, and we know your second coming is soon. So help us, Lord, to all prepare and get our house in order and make our calling and election sure before it's eternally too late. We love you. Bless, bless and keep us. Keep us safe, dear Lord, in these times as you promised us in Psalms 91, dear Lord, that you will never leave us nor forsake us. You'll protect us even when the chaos is going on around us, dear Lord. We stay faithful to you. In your son's precious name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you for listening to episode six of the Final Call Sermon series, and we see you in the next episode. Thank you and God bless.